This is a Fubar Radio podcast. Go to fubarradio.com for more details. Back row and chill with Johanna James and Noel Clark on Fubar Radio. That was a beautiful intro. Yes, Bye. it was. That was we, we came into land. Johanna James and uh, Alex Hoburn. And n- 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 Alex Hoburn. <laughs> Not Noel Clark. Uh, welcome to Background Show. It's Friday. It's just gone 4pm. The weekend, I think it's officially started. We can just say that it right is. now. I've got that Friday feeling. It's happened. Uh, I'm joined today by Alex Hoburn. Hey, what's good? Who uh, is, um, if people don't know who you are, you've been a guest on the show already. This is your I second have, time. Uh, approximately two weeks ago, I think, to the day. Brilliant. We boomerang right back. That's it. And um, so what do you do uh, so, day um, by day and by night? By day, <laughs> I work for a great company called Unilad. And by night, I make comedy videos on Facebook on my own page, Alex Hoban. Little plug there. Go follow me. Go follow Alex. No, no. Um, no, you do. You make really, really funny videos. So that's... Uh, it's weird, isn't it? You got So by day, you work for one of the biggest... I could say the godfather of Facebook, really. That's it. Is yeah. there a bigger we, page? We run the game. Is there a bigger page? Um, no. Well, there's bigger pages, just less engaged and not as good. I see. Because they've got, like, what, 22 million people? 25. 25. Oh, my gosh, it's gone up since I last checked those stats. Okie doke. Um, oh, my. You think you forget how many people there are in the world? Yeah, especially on a social media platform. It's crazy. Um, That's insane. But, yeah, so I do that. Uh, do other bits as well um, work with yourself on some comedy videos whoa I just broke a pen apologies <laughs> for that guys sorry Fubar Radio for that <laughs> I will buy another so right, Noel breaks the chair every time yeah so well okay it, Noel kinda, this kinda... chair is actually on good form today so chin up I know friend. I was thinking I was like mate if Noel was here yeah, okay. That chair would be back. broken. Right, we've got a, a jam-packed show for you today. We've got exclusive <laughs> interviews with uh, Terrell Alvin McCraney and Barry Jenkins, who's the writer and director of that new film Moonlight, mm-hmm. uh, which there are posters everywhere. They've done a big push for it at the moment. I've just I, I got to see the movie before. It, I don't, it's not out yet, but I got to have a little exclusive screening. Are you allowed it's, to say out of ten yet, or do we have to wait for the official? What? Interview out of ten. Oh, um, out of ten, out of ten, out of ten. Well, normally they do films out of five, but I'll, okay, I'm gonna let's go for that then. I'll I'll say it was a for me a four, three, four out of five. Okay, nice. Three and nice. a half. Three and a half. That's good. That's got me excited. Because um, it's, it's a beautiful film, powerful. I felt it was quite slow. But I'm going to review it later, so we'll, we'll do that later on in the show. Uh, we've got Lucy Patterson in at 5.20 to review films. We're going to be telling you what is hot and what is not um, to spend your money on. Because it, it does so much to go to the cinema now. Yes, it I went, does. I went to the cinema. I went to see Fifty Shades with my friends. And it's it was strong. like 15 quid. And I was like, is it worth it? Yeah. I, I mean, I go to the the cinema, the Ritzy in Brixton, oh, wow. and that is like upwards of fifteen pounds. It, it looks like a theatre; it's a great experience. But um, don't they have Ritzy Tuesdays or Ritzy Mondays yeah, at like yeah, six yeah. quid or seven quid? No, or they something. do. There okay. is a reduced one, um, but it just happens to be my luck that I always go on the most expensive day. I think, <laughs> like a. a price tiered every day yeah exactly um, uh, yes we've also got uh, other guests we've got um, Alex Vlaos how do you say his name I'm not sure um, Alex Vlahos. Vlahos Vlaos um, he was on BBC Merlin and he's here to promote his new play uh, in London which is so exciting and I've got so much entertainment news I've been I spent all day yesterday researching and there is just so much going on right now in the world of movies and this and that I'm so excited there so- is there is I went to see um, Lion the other day not Train. Speaking of me, yeah, okay, earlier I, I did say, <laughs> I went to see a great film, it was called Train. Um, <laughs> there is a train in the film, uh, spoiler alert, but 
Yeah, I got confused. It was actually Lion, <laughs> and it was very lion. emotional. It had um, me crying um, most of the time. Yeah, my parents went to see it. I, I missed it. Um, it's kind of going off the cinemas now, so try and grab and see it if you can. Um, but I missed the screening last night. But they're... Um, it's so it, 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 that's the film about the young little boy in India who gets lost from his mum. Yeah, so he loses he loses his parents um, when he's a kid and gets adopted, but then it's a big story about how he goes back and, and searches for his parents mm-hmm. over a long period of time. It's actually the guy from Slumdog, Slumdog Millionaire, which I didn't realise before. Skins. Yeah, who is now an absolute Adonis. He's very good looking. I know. Uh, right? Can we just appreciate this? So obviously, back in the day, I was a I, I used to watch Skins, and he played. Um, I don't know what his name was in Skins, but Dev Patel from Skins. And he always played the kind of goofy, kind of skinny guy. And then even in Slumdog, he was kind of that kind of adorable skinny geek. Yeah. And then suddenly, boom! Yeah, exactly. He's got facial hair. This he's is... got, he's built. Um, I was like, when did Dev Patel get hot? He's got those long flowing locks that I've been working so hard to achieve. And my hairline's just receding, unfortunately. <laughs> Damn it, Dev! Yeah. Um, because there was all this funny. I remember years ago he used to go out with Frida Pinto, okay. who um, was the really gorgeous girl from Slumdog Millionaire, and everybody ripped out of him, being like, "Oh, you're you're punching. She's gorgeous." Yeah, yeah. And then now, ha! <laughs> yeah, exactly. Apparently they broke up. So that's probably why he's looking so amazing. There's this one scene where he comes out of the water in his wetsuit. And he's like, obviously, his stomach is really cut up in like a six pack style. And I was there with my my missus actually um, in the cinema, and I just looked over and I was like, yeah, if I ever got the chance to wear a wetsuit, that's what I'd look like. Much to her dismay, because that is nothing what I look like, <laughs> as I'm sure you will see at some point today when the cameras come on. Mate, uh, maybe when it comes to the summer, I'd have lost a few pounds. We'll see. My boyfriend is famous for his chubby belly. Jube. So. <laughs> What a man. Can you imagine him in a wetsuit? I know. So the uh, punching joke actually gets used against me and Jube quite a lot. Um, oh, really? for, yeah, yourself oh. and Millie. Uh, yeah, I actually heard him say that at the Christmas soiree that we had yes. earlier in the year, last year. Um, yeah, I heard my boyfriend say to your girlfriend. So Dev. Wow, he's punching. Yeah, <laughs> Tell me your secrets, Dev. If I can possibly turn from punching to not punching, that'd be great. That'd be good. Um, so stay tuned. We've also got music, which um, I, I try every week to try and keep it in line with the movies I've seen or the movies I'm enjoying or the, the movies that I've forgotten about. Um, so what have I got? What have I got? Let's play a little bit from um, the most recent thing I saw, which was Fifty Shades Darker. This is Zayn and Taylor Swift, which I think is a bit of a weird collab. Zane. Zane from the X One Direction oh. and Taylor oh, Swift. Okay. And Zane okay. sings higher than Taylor in this, so uh, okay. we'll give that a little listen. Let's but um Fifty Shades. Fifty Fifty Let's Shades Darker. It. Oh that sounds like a really bad mm. film. <laughs> <laughs> My voice. Fifty Shades Darker. Uh, you know he's background and chill. Yeah. Batman. The Batman Lego edition of Fifty Shades Dark. Fifty Shades of Bad. Okay. Uh, here we go. So I don't want to live forever. This is Batman and Chill. Okay. No, how can he? No, he really must like squeeze his balls to, yeah, to get to that Zane, hemisphere man. of singing. But making money though, I know. The, like, can you imagine a song being on the soundtrack of Fifty Shades? Tay Tay as well. <sighs> Tay Tay, are you a fan of Taylor? I am big fan actually. I'm um, annoyingly but, a fan. Yeah, I don't like her, but I like her songs. Post Ed Sheeran era, she's been a bit avers to be honest. Mm mm. Don't you think? Maybe. What was her? What was that banger? I can't remember. Sorry. Uh, of her, one of her blank last songs. Blank space. Blank space. Oh yeah, no. 
I liked uh, or shake it off. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Same same album I feel, but yeah, it was I think great. It, I think it was. Um right, so competitions. This year we've been running competitions every week to win shit on the show. Um and we can announce our winner for from last week's show uh, on the Twitter uh, is Jake Westmore. <laughs> so <laughs> Woo! Well done, Jake! Jakey boy. <laughs> Now, unfortunately, we can't uh, speak to him because I think he lives on the other side of the world and, like, calling into the studio is not going to work because he's probably asleep right now. But we are going to tweet you, Jake, so don't worry. Um, And if you didn't win this week, don't worry because we've got another thing for you to win. So um, Jake won. He won our train spotting competition. Um, and this week we're going to be running another Brotherhood competition. So if you have yet to see Brotherhood or if you've seen it and you want to own the DVD yourself, we're going to be giving away a signed copy. Noel signed the DVD. He signed the poster and the album, including which has got like Stormzy on yeah, and yeah, yeah. Captain Conan and all these cool people. Um, so do it now. So if you go to at Fubar Radio on Twitter and just make sure you're following and retweet the picture we're posting right now. And next week we are going to pick our winner and I'll announce it on the show and we can try and call you and get you on the show if possible so go now go and do that now I'm going to give you like three seconds of air time just go do that and we're going to do nothing so go and if you haven't seen Brotherhood <laughs> make sure you go and check it out because it is awesome it is oh yeah you came to the premiere didn't I you I did yes it was amazing Alex came to the prem a little premiere I wasn't on the red carpet like Johanna in her flowing dress I was, but a, I was I had, uh, with the riffraff it's one of the first times ever that I've worn a dress with a trail yeah, yeah and yeah. Uh, Stormzy stood on it uh, the, the night was full of Stormzy. Was, I, I met him in the toilets. You, he stood on your dress. It was uh, oh, yeah. yeah. It was, just, we, it was we, an interesting. We night. both had moments, little moments with, the, with the man. But did you hear about him this week? He got his, he um, got his door knocked well, down. Yeah. Because um, they thought he was robbing the place when they, actually he lives there in Chelsea. Awkward. Oh my god, that yeah, is so. His neighbours rung the police on him. I, that's what I read. That's what I read. That <laughs> disclaimer: that might not be true, but that's what no, I read. No, I read that. Yeah, and I've seen a photo of his like bashed down door. Yeah. Um, I would not like to mess with him. He is about seven foot tall. I know he's absolutely huge, but a, a huge like angel. Like yeah, he's yeah, so yeah, lovely yeah. and and not intimidating at all, uh, apart from his stature. Maybe speak for yourself. But um, oh my gosh, like. I mean, that's 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 awkward, isn't it? That's racial discrimination at its peak. It is. Um, I mean, to be fair on the neighbours, Stormzy is all the time, he's all over the world, so he's probably not home a lot. So they probably haven't quite met him yet. But I think he'd been to the BAFTAs with Noel about full brotherhood at the time, Ah, or something like that. Yeah. So he was he was suited and booted, and anyone that robs a house in a in black tie in a tux is pretty bold, but um, yeah, that James Bond style. Stormzy news of the week. <laughs> we should have a little Stormzy. February edition. <laughs> Stormzy segment. Uh, brilliant. So yeah, get on there. Get on. Follow us on Twitter. Just follow us anyway because there's loads of funny stuff on there. Um, and if you wanna wanna speak into our speak into our show, what's the word I'm looking for? Call in. If you wanna call in or contact us, um, you can email us directly. It's chill at foobarradio.com. Any emails we get in, we will try and read out and shout you out. Because um, we want to know. We want to know what you're up to this weekend. What films are you loving? or theatre shows or what are you hating more specifically as well that's they're more fun what have you found really crap apart from me apart from oh my god this new presenter is so rubbish what we'll did that you know let's, let's how's Alex doing let's give him a in comparison to Noel let's put me a on a pedestal against Noel that'd be great <laughs> right do you want a bit of uh, a bit of entertainment news go for it bit of what's, me. what's going on because um, there is just <gasps> so much well the first thing that I'm really excited about because my favourite film in the world is Hook okay the Robin Williams Peter Pan sequel. 
Okay, yeah, yeah. Do you know no, what I'm talking I've got about? It. I got it. I got yep. it. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Love, love that movie. Um, so apparently, the actor who played Rufio, you know, the teenage boy with the Rufio, yeah, 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 Rufio, yeah. he is making a prequel. Okay. To, um, to Peter Pan or to The Hook? No, not to, the hook. To hook. <laughs> to hook. He's making a, a Rufio prequel, so it's going to be all about um, the backstory of Rufio. Apparently, he was called Rufus, and how he got put into a foster home, ended up in Neverland. Okay. Um, how he how he became the leader of the Lost Boys since Peter Pan left, because sure. in that film they just turn up, and he's now the leader of the Lost Boys. There's a lot more Lost Boys, and for some how he's like now the new Peter Pan so um, they're looking for that and, and also how he got his really cool mohawk as well so Dante Basco is the actor who's been doing that um, and he is um, but he's self-funding it or he's trying to get it funded so he's putting it on Kickstarter Okay. and they need to get like 30 grand to try and make this yeah, sure. film um, and they're looking for at the moment there's open auditions so if you are somehow if you're listening from LA, they're looking for local children in LA. Oh, is it LA only? LA oh, only. Yeah, I'd be a wicked lost boy. I know. Well, me too. I wanted to be. I wanted to be the first lost girl. Okay, that's so nice. Remember, yeah, mixing it up. I remember watching, watching the movie when I was younger, and I was being like, "I want to be a lost boy." And my brother's like, "You can't be a lost boy because you've got Willie." I was like, "Well, <laughs> I want to be the first lost girl." Yeah, so nice. I had no interest in being a Wendy. I was like, "I can't cook." I when, can't. Yeah. What? I can't tell you stories. I'll just um nah. I went to see um, Peter Pan in South Bank. Um, oh, at the national. Yeah, in Ooh. November, it was incredible. Yeah, um, and that, and to be honest, I hadn't seen Peter Pan in ten plus years. I so love for it. me, that brought back a lot of memories, um, and I kind of learned the storyline again. So mm. yeah, let's get this kick in on Kickstarter and so, get yeah, some money. If anyone wants, to, and the, the film's going to be called Bangarang. Oh, Bangarang! Bangarang! Isn't that a song? Yeah, it is by Skrillex. Okay. Bangarang! Yeah, ding ding ding. ding. Well, we both went, nailed, yeah, we both it. sang different songs there. <laughs> so um, yeah, uh, Google Dante Basco or Bangarang or um, the prequel to Hook, and it's going to come up. And you can like you can just pledge like five pounds, and then maybe you can see this film made. Which is I'm really excited to see that. Okay, are you going to go? Going to get a little plane ticket over there? Go for the audition. I could, I could. Hi guys. You're, you've been auditioning a bit recently. <laughs> I've been secretly auditioning. Uh, for, yeah, that's why okay. I like snuck out to LA the other day. <laughs> uh, right, so Star Wars. So there's been rumours going around this week that Phoebe Waller-Bridge, who is the main girl in Fleabag, um, this BBC series that's just been like blowing up since last year and every, she's so funny. If you haven't seen Fleabag, um, Google that. I think it's on BBC Two now. Um, anyway, so Phoebe Waller, she's really, really good comedian and she's been claimed that she was going to get a role in the new Star Wars and she's going to be the first ever female main character droid. Um, oh, wow. So that was what was going on and I was like so excited and apparently Phoebe has now said she's dismissed the rumours and said no that's not true oh no way but I don't know whether it's her just like, it, like maybe a secret was leaked and now she's trying to squash yeah. it I don't know I'm hoping because I really maybe like she's her. under NDA as it's known exactly so she's had to go oh no no I don't nothing yeah. about that but it's a bit of a random very precise rumour isn't it yeah I mean droids in Star Wars are possibly the best characters I feel like the yeah. one in the in Rogue One was amazing C-3PO oh, obviously yeah. legendary mm-hmm. but um, and RTD2 actually but the that new one I can't remember its name the big black um, shapely robot oh, guy yes. really tall he was so funny yeah, and, yeah, yeah. Until, he was all yeah. the comedic relief in, in Rogue One um, so Suicide Squad 2 oh, say that 10 times fast um, that has been it's it's apparently it's confirmed even though the first one was awful and um, 
people, lots of people are in talks to direct it. And at the moment, Mel Gibson has confirmed that he is in talks with Warner Brothers to direct Suicide Squad 2. Amazing. So, um, I don't know how, how I feel about that. I don't know what um, the story would be, but... I'm awfully sorry that I've forgotten that lady's name that's in Suicide 1. Suicide Margot Squad Robbie. 1. Oh, my days. Please <laughs> tell me she's in Suicide Squad 2. I'm going to hope so. She was the best thing about the first film. So Harley Quinn. Harley wow. Quinn. I know, right? Just that is Halloween 2016, though. Comic Con. Everyone was yeah. that. Everyone was Harley Quinn and Comic Con as well. Yeah, yeah. I even went as Harley Quinn. I think yeah. she just had yeah, the uh, monopoly on Halloween in 2016. She was just insane. Um, okay, and so uh, Thor 3 is coming out, which is called Thor Ragnarok, I think. Um, Thor Bangarang. Thor Bangarang, we'll call it that. Let's go. That's so much better. And um, apparently it promises to keep you laughing and it contains the craziest action scenes in MCU history, which is a very bold statement to ever say about a film, that it contains the craziest action sequences yeah, in yeah. history. So I'm like, oh, let's see. Okay, Chris Hemsworth, what, what's your thoughts? Oh, um, only, only as Thor. Okay. <laughs> He has to have like That's the fair. long hair That's and fair. the hammer and the weirdly like <laughs> and the, the yeah. hammer that no one else can touch. Exactly, I like that. Strong. <laughs> <laughs> you just like having a hammer that no one else can pick up. Well, my boyfriend does, you know. Oh, cheap, cheap. Yeah, no one else can touch the hammer. <laughs> <laughs> wow, wow. I just no forgot comment. that my parents listened to the yeah, show. Hi, no mum. Um, okay, and uh, lastly, um, Jennifer Lawrence. It has signed up to play a spy in the new spy thriller called Red Sparrow. It's about a sexy Russian spy who falls for a CIA agent and then has to consider double agenting. Mm. Is, that a, is that a word? Agenting? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Probably not. Um, I love Jennifer Lawrence. So do I. She's like my ultimate girl crush. I actually watched um, Passengers the other day. Yep. Which you see her in a, in a nice white, um, mm-hmm. not bikini, swimsuit. That's Bathing what I suit. Bathing suit. Uh, in this amazing spaceship setting which just seemed to yeah it blew my mind as I'm sure it did most of the male population and female population actually I mean what luck if you're going to be stuck if you're going to be stuck on a a a cruise ship spaceship yeah 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 (laughs) for a hundred years why not be with her can you imagine was it luck though Mm, better see the movie if you haven't passengers was it was pretty good um i think okay right that's um at the moment that'll be enough we've got a little bit more um what's going on in the world entertainment news coming after the next song so now i'm gonna play uh let's have a little look little look uh what we can do oh i'm from talking about the film lion slash train if you like to call it <laughs> this is Never Give Up Train. by Sia, which was uh, in the movie. Or, uh, well, I haven't seen the movie yet, so you're going to have to tell me whether or not it's in it. Yeah, okay, let's okay, go. Okay, let's give it a go. It's Back Row and Chill. And Chill with Johanna James on Fubar Radio. It's Back Row and Chill with Johanna James and... Alex Noel Hoburn. <laughs> Alex Noel Hoburn. That is not my middle name, I was just joking. Uh, and we are joined today by our first guest in the studio. We've got Alex Vlahos. Yeah, Vlahos. Vlahos. Smashed it. First time. Good job. Brilliant. Um, welcome, welcome, welcome. Thank you. Thank you for and, having me. Um, I'm going to get closer to the microphone because I can see people in the box shouting at me. Oh, <laughs> oh, oh, yep, yep. Okay, the turn box. Is everybody's mics up and around? Yeah, brilliant. Okay, okay so, go. Alex. The death stare. <laughs> you are a, an actor. I am, yeah. Uh, thespian, mm. uh, co thespian. 
And um, and you are here for to talk about. Well, let's uh, let's go back a bit and let's talk about what you used to do, and then we can go right up to the present day. What so, did I used to do? Well, I heard that you were in BBC Merlin. Oh God, yeah, years ago, yeah, yeah, back Th- in the day. That was the such a show. Yeah. How long are we talking? What what time of year? Like what what year were you in Merlin? So I was in season five. Season five. The last okay. One, yeah. Came, oh, nice. came in and ruined everything. <laughs> I was the baddie that I didn't basically. Want to say anything. And I was the baddie that basically like stopped the show getting a season six. So, oh really? Yeah. So <laughs> when I go to conventions, a lot of people turn up and they're like, "You're the reason why I cry at <laughs> For night." For you, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm like, I'm sorry, Hardcore but you do realise it's acting, and I'm not actually Mordred from Merlin. I yeah, don't actually yeah, have yeah. my own chainmail set at the house, <laughs> you know. Which I. Oh, you don't! I, damn it! Yeah. Should have brought it in. Ah, oh, mate. Yeah. Not good on radio. Was it? Was it? Real chainmail, or was it no, no plastic with the spray to like look like? Oh, okay, so okay, don't ruin it though. Sorry, all the those magic of, believers, the magic of TV, the magic of, the magic of the BBC medieval <laughs> unit. <laughs> yeah. uh, brilliant. So, okay, so you used to do the BBC, and then so more, more currently, you're you're doing theatre. I am, yeah. I'm doing a, a play called La Ronde at the Bunker Theatre. Yeah, I've heard about the bunker. It's beautiful. I mean, beautiful in that sort of underground car park sort of way. <laughs> yeah. Rustic. Yeah. If that's the right word to use. It's right? ru- um, atmospheric. Atmospheric. Yeah, yeah mm-hmm. concrete. Ooh, yeah, modern. Mm. Exactly. Bunker does scream so concrete. It does. It exactly. Does. Yeah. La Ronde. That yeah. sounds very français, or is it no, not German? <laughs> it's German. Yeah. Ah. Well, Austrian. Um, the guy that wrote the original play, um, Arthur Schnitzel, I think is. I think that's the way to pronounce it. But um, he did it. It was like in the eighteen hundreds, and um, it was so controversial of a play that they didn't perform it until nineteen twenty, like the end. Um, and not yeah, or eighteen twenty. I don't know. But um, but yeah. So we've, we're doing a sort of modern adaptation of um, of the play uh, that's written and directed by Max Gill. So yeah, it's cool. And who do you play in it? I play everything. Oh, so, so this is the concept. There's um, there's ten scenes. 10 characters and there's four actors and the four actors have to learn the whole script wow and then in between each scene we spin the roulette wheel there's <gasps> a massive roulette wheel at the back of stage and that dictates who we play on the night no there's way a possi- oh there's a possible 3,000 combinations that's amazing it's amazing for people to watch but to be I mean, that yeah, guy yourself, or like all four of us so we walk tough. on and we're going god I, like, why do I do this to myself Oh my god! I worry about remembering just uh, you know my lines. Yeah. Oh my gosh! Imagine if you're. It's basically like playing Hamlet. That's how many words there are. So yeah, it's ridiculous. Ridiculous. They're all in there. Oh, that would be so funny if you played if you all had like a, a wet run and you did it drunk and you're spinning the roulette wheel. I mean, like, I think, I think that, would, is that would make it more uh, challenging. Is that me? Is that you? Or you start answering you, you? Well, that's what happens when we start, like you know when you when you dry on stage or you can't you forget your line. You're so blessed to have someone opposite you who can feed you the line because you, you know the whole script. Oh, sure, everybody yeah, knows everything. Is, yeah, that's, <gasps> that's, that's a good Very, strategy. very supportive, which is lovely. And have you gone live yet? Have you started or is it... Yeah, so we opened on... We previewed on Saturday, Sunday. Mm-hmm. We pressed on Monday. And now it's, as you just told me, it's Friday, which <laughs> days make no sense to me so You've been down in a bunker this whole week. So you know, I have. You I've been underground. Know. I have no idea. <laughs> it's like 2017. Is it? <laughs> February. Yeah, it's February. February. Yeah, no. Yeah. So when we run until... March the 11th, I think. Oh, so. got a nice little time. So, yeah, yeah. Come, come along. Come yeah, along. Yeah, no, 100%. And are we a week in. How many characters have you had to play, roughly? So, you can only, maximum you can play is four. Okay. Just because of the combinations. Yeah, yeah. And the minimum you can play is zero. You could, sometimes you could potentially not go on in an evening. Oh, because it doesn't. Because oh. if the wheel doesn't pick you, then you don't oh, go on. Oh, okay. We're on press night, one of the actors only played one scene. On press night's obviously, you know, agents, casting directors, sure. oh. friends, family. And the wheel was just getting to like scene eight. 
scene nine and the audience were just like oh in despair because bless him he just didn't get to go on oh the audience gets to see the wheel as well yeah the wheel is oh, part okay. of the set it's okay. this huge roulette wheel at the back of the stage amazing and we have these sort of mug shots that we put up with velcro and then we spin the wheel and then that dictates who's playing what, what, what character so okay that's really interesting it's, um, I, I got told I'm allowed to swear so I'm going to do it it's yeah. fucking mental <laughs> <laughs> I love seeing the guests like their first ever curse word uh, yeah, it, comes out, it comes out hard doesn't it it's like, it comes out hard but then also apologetically yeah, yeah like, so my parents mental. my parents mental. they hate it and they, um, they, they don't like swearing but sometimes they do so they kind of weirdly whisper it so that I'm like, Mum, if you're going to just swear, yeah. just commit to it. Commit to say it. Yeah, yeah, Fuck. yeah. And she's just like, no, I can't, I can't, I can't. <laughs> <laughs> no, I can't. No, 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 no. Uh, your mum yeah. sounds sweet. She's sweetie, she's sweetie. Can't quite commit to the swearing. <laughs> Not yet. My mum, my mum's very well spoken, but if you rub her up the wrong way, oh, the, the, she's yeah, it comes ah. out. She's a dark horse. Yeah, okay. it is. Yeah, I had an experience once in a car where um, she, my, my dad was on the phone trying to figure out how to work the cooker we had just got a new cooker and I was trying to contribute and my mum was trying to explain at the same time you know having that bit of back and forth and she goes will you shut the f up and I went <laughs> uh, by the way I was like 22 at this point <laughs> yeah, yeah, sorry, I think mom. it's worse when you're older yeah yeah it? it is no, yeah I've never heard my dad swear either he's not a swearer I think the worst he ever did was he called me a git Oh. He was like, you tricky little gut. And I was like, whoa, dad. When you dust off one of the old swear words back in the That's day. Uh, yeah. Gitch, really. Yeah. Let's bring Pull that back. Let's recycle bag. that. Burke. Burke is my favourite. Burke. <laughs> so <laughs> how did you get involved with the play, Laurent? Did you audition or did you know somebody in the production? So um, I've just been filming a TV series called Versailles on BBC. Um, and just, I just finished filming the second season. And that's about seven months filming in Paris. Oh, oh, the um, French, the the French King one, yeah, Louis oh, XIV. Love yeah. that one. So, um, uh, so I've been filming that, and just that classic actor thing of just wanting to do theatre because I think it's real acting. Um, and then phoned my agent when I got back and said, "Just surprise me, give me a challenge. I don't want to do something. I don't want to do the cruise. Like just a bog standard sort of period thing." Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's all I've really done on on stage is done like I've done Macbeth and I've done I just you know, but they're usually like period classic stuff. And then, then this script came through and they said, do you want to go and meet the director? So I said, yeah. And then sat him down and went, what the fuck are you playing at? <laughs> You're mental. This idea is crazy. Yeah. And then, um, yeah, got the part and, um, and started rehearsals. And yeah, and then just, yeah, it's been, it's been, it's been fun. Super, super. Oh, my gosh. Well, it, it sounds fun, but they're not. It also scares the well, shit yeah, out of me. It's that thing of walking on stage, not knowing who you're going to play. So the butterflies are like going crazy. I'd just spew. I'd probably just spew. I do like fake spew. Do you know, like that one. Yeah. yeah. It never really comes out. You know. <laughs> <laughs> just retch. <laughs> I'm just going to retch. It's my warm up. That is my like theatre warm up. I just go retch somewhere. <laughs> Let's talk about nerves for a second. Oh, how, yeah. I mean, what, it's Friday now. It started on Monday. Five days in. Yeah. How, how are the nerves? Do they, they, do they calm down? Are they there continuously? They're what? continuously, at the, well, especially at the start of the show, because you just don't know if you're going to have a busy night or a quiet night. Yeah. And, um, and then once the first scene is selected, and if you're selected or not, and you, you have to sit on stage for an hour and a half, so you're, you're constantly there. You're just there, if, yeah. present. So I think once the first scene is selected, you can then start to breathe, and you can figure out that, oh, okay, so I'm not them too, so I might be the next one, and you start going over the lines in okay. your head. Okay. And then you're not that one, so you think, okay, what's the next scene? So you're constantly like thinking. Sure. But I think as the show goes on, you, you all sort of calm down. Buying but, yourself time kind of thing. Yeah, God, yeah, sweating. And have you had any um, technical 
fuck ups because like that's my favorite stories of any time i'd ever do a live show or like any in a filming or anything i'm like what what went wrong well i don't want to i don't want to spoil it well I, but kind of it's not a spoiler really because you can see it in the photos but we um the very first scene um is between a prostitute and a bus driver and Ooh. um and uh <laughs> the the bus driver has a fetish for for baked beans <laughs> So we have this sort of, op- the opening sort of scene is the prostitute holding a can of beans and the bus driver's going, yeah, right, okay, I'm ready for you now, pour it on me. And um, let's just say that, you know, if you do get picked as the bus driver, you end up having an hour and a half of just dried crustacean oh, beans on no. you. So it's not really a fuck up, but like that one yeah. character is the one where um, you kind of don't want it. Everyone's like, no! The baked bean guy. No! Yeah, you, oh, I got bus driver and you just sort of, you're taking off your top because you know you're going to get beans on it and you're just sort of like... <laughs> And you're lying there on the bed going, all right, come on then. And then you end up doing nine of the scenes with just sort of like an orange glow. Of baked bean. Yeah. Especially because I've got a little bit of a beard. It just sort of sticks in there. Oh, there'll be be- a beanie beard. And then oh. you're sitting on, the un- sitting on the underground back from London Bridge just going, I think I can smell Heinz. <laughs> oh, it's me. Uh, eau de Cologne, <laughs> Heinz. Northern line. <laughs> Heinz uh, The for worst men. line as well. <laughs> yeah. um, if you could give any advice on nerves and how to deal with them, I know a lot of people in the acting industry, music industry, even just down to exams. Yeah. What would be your tips except for breathe? Because everyone says to me, I'm nervous. They're like, just breathe. I'm like, I already am <laughs> breathing. Can't you tips, tell? Tips for nerves. Um, hmm. I don't know. Any, any little um, tricks oh, that you a, do? Uh, well, like, fake it till you make it. So okay. it's like one of those things where it's almost like pretend to be confident, like physically put yourself into a confident uh, body stance Pose, yeah. um, to make it look like you're not um, scared or the other thing is um, you know like a panicking uh, a swan so the swan on the top of the water is beautiful and graceful underneath sure. they're like yeah, their legs. Yeah, yeah. Um, and also just the thing of you can pinch your inner you can use your fingers to pinch in yeah. your you can pinch yourself yeah. inside your and sometimes okay. it just focuses your body because well, um, nerves is, um, it's all it's all triggered in your head that then reacts to chemicals in your body, like if it's where you start sweating or mm. shaking or whatever. So I've always done the thing of just like knowing that it's happening, knowing I'm nervous, and then tricking, trying to trick my brain to think of something either completely different. Sure. That's the sort of thing that I've always done, which is like, okay, I, like my, I'm starting to breathe heavily, I'm hyperventilating or whatever, and then just going, I'm just going to revert to thinking about like, I wonder how they make cornflakes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah okay, pick, some, just pick a, like a random thought out of your head yeah. and just yeah. try not to think about why why you're nervous because the more you think about it, mm. you end up you going can, into a hole. Yeah, you? you can psych yourself. Um, I used to do that a lot at drama school. I'd psych myself into thinking that I was going to mess up and so I would or I was going sure. to forget my line so then I would completely Pretty, go blank. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. So you just got to, you know. Oh, and the other thing that got me over that so I, I struggled with that for like, a year of thinking I was going to mess thing up and then I was going to actually do it. So then I thought, okay, I need to go at the other thing and go, yeah, you probably are going to mess up, but you are going to save it. <laughs> you are going to improv the shit out of that moment yeah. and you're going to wing it and you're going to be fine. Yeah. So it was like, on the on the cuff, it's like, because your brain goes to anxiety, it goes to like, what could go wrong? Sure, and then yeah, you're like, yeah. okay, but I can handle it. Anything that goes wrong, I've I'm, I'm going to just play with it and it's going to be funny and it's going to be hilarious in the pub the day after it's an, it's an interesting concept because um, whenever I mean in my job I'm out I'm sort of doing presenting and stuff in, in front of people and people when they're in a crowd or a group they become this thing which they're not if you know what I mean like you must see it all the time yeah, you come course. out on stage and you're like these people have paid they're no longer humans they're now these people that are like constantly judging you and yeah, affecting yeah. you but it's just like making sure you remember that they are humans if you mess up they're gonna be. They're not all gonna be like you. You're shit. 
set. Well, also, like, especially with theatre, unless unless it's like a really well-known play, like unless it's Shakespeare, where people sit in the front row and they mouth along with you. Oh, really? Like something like Laurent's, like it's a completely new adaptation. Sure. You're the only person that knows that you messed up. Yeah, they yeah, don't yeah. Know Oh, that. yeah. That's so a good that's, point. And that's the thing to sort of realise, like if you dry or if someone saves you or you miss a bit of the script, no one knows. Apart yeah. from you, or, Nobody the, knows. Really yeah, or yeah. the director that sat there making notes and tatting at you. Go. Sorry, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, nobody does know. So that's yeah. That's a really good point, actually. You're there to. Even I, with, I probably guess even with presenting, you know, no yeah, one knows yeah. that you missed your auto cue or your card has fallen on the yeah. floor or anything like that. You just yeah. have to yeah. wing it, blag it. Apart from me when I go, oh fuck, I forgot. <laughs> Take two. <laughs> oh, it's live. Oh no. <laughs> Sorry, people. <laughs> like Adele. Did you see Adele at the uh, Grammys where she was present? She was performing this George Michael thing, and she's just like, oh, stop, stop. I fucked up. Stop. Uh, I want to make this grid for him. Like I want to do oh, this. Yeah, she completely she's, stopped. And then that's she- that's endearing as yeah. hell, though, isn't it? It, it does, does work. That. It works, and and obviously everyone was talking about it. She, I, I wonder if then, it was not on that purpose. That humanises her. Really, really, like, massively humanises her. It's great. She's, oh, I saw a thing. One of the best things that I've seen uh, on, you know, on my, like, computer screen this week <laughs> is um, on my feed is uh, Adele um, when she, they, they dress her up um, and they put a prosthetic on her to make her not look a little Let's bit... Do it like uh, the Adele impersonation yes. thing, yeah. So, so yeah. she gets put in with a group of Adele impersonators wow. in a was competition. It, it, was yeah. for Graham, it was for her live thing, right, for Graham Norton. Yeah, yeah. yeah so, very funny. And there's about, what, 12 sort of, like, hardcore Adele fan and impersonators, and then she's in the room with them, but then she doesn't quite look like Adele, and then they're all going up one at a time on stage and singing um, someone like Q, and... Um, they're all talking about oh what or what Adele would like or what Adele, and, and and she's pretending to be nervous. She's like I'm really, really nervous. Oh I'm really, really nervous, really nervous. And she's pretending to go and be sick and stuff. And Amazing. then finally she gets up and then she she sort of stops and has to do it again. And they're like oh bless her, she was so nervous earlier. And then suddenly she starts singing and they all go. Yeah. How is she? Yeah, that's yeah, her. That's and then oh, they all like start that. crying. It was just brilliant. And Adele was amazing. Her acting was brilliant. Yeah, she good. played the part so good. So I don't know how you'd find that, but Google Adele Graham Norton yeah. impersonation on Google, and you, that's going to come up. Exactly. Right, we're going to pop to a song, and then we're going to come back and uh, just keep chatting about about what's going on. And I, I want to talk to you a little bit about Versailles because I love that show. So do it. Get some goss. Right. So I'm going to go for. Oh, I'm going to go for one more. Um, Fifty Shades Darker. This is Bomb Biddy Bomb. Oh, <laughs> by bomb, bitty, Nick bomb, Jonas bitty, and Nicki Minaj. Back row and chill. Back row and chill with Johanna James on Fubar Radio. Boom! You're listening to Back row and chill with Johanna James and Alex Hoburn. Um, we've still got our guest in the studio. Um, what Alex? How um, this Alex? <laughs> Hello. Yes, me. This one. Actual Alex. Yes. Um, how was how was your day? <laughs> <laughs> that was smooth. So smooth. No, just because this was okay, quite last minute. I yes. There's no point lying yeah. about it. It was very last minute. Um, and yeah, I went out and got absolutely shitted last night. Really? <laughs> so I was, apo- I, was, I was ready to walk in and go, listen, I am so sorry <laughs> for everything. <laughs> but look, then I, once I'm in here, I look like I'm having a great time. You're so. looking well, yeah. though. Water, yeah. water. That's it. Water's the key. Water, what? Doctor Theatre tonight. That'll kick me out of it. But yeah, no, when I got the phone call, like, do you mind going on the radio? I was like... Yeah, and then do you know when you're having a shower and you clearly know that you're still drunk? Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's like this going. What am I doing? And you come out and you still got like foam under your arms. You like look in the mirror, you're like, 
I have got a bit. I think I brushed my teeth four times. <laughs> yeah. you know, like you just keep going yeah, back yeah. to the bathroom. What haven't I done? Teeth? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> just keep going. Just keep going. Go on, and then you get on the underground, and I was like just psyching myself up. And then I thought, well, it's only radio. They're not going to see my face. And then the first thing I see is a little camera. <laughs> and there's cameras. Oh, it's got four cameras in the studio. Oh, dear. That's it. So I apologise. Anyone was watching online to see my ugly mug. So cool. <laughs> that's awesome. all right. Thank you. I um. So yeah, I'm going to see with with the theatre, and you're doing yeah. a, a show every night most nights of the week um, is it a big party afterwards no not really it was just um, last, last night we had a really good show as in what, what that means for four of us is that we all got an equal opportunity so sometimes one person's on four and sometimes person's on one and it kind of feels like the energy's yeah. a bit lost but last night we all got I think two and three two and three or whatever wow. and it felt like it's one of them ones where you know th- the best nights are the ones that are unplanned aren't they yeah yeah when you just don't know and you're like Way! Same no, with I'll babies, just go for heard. one <laughs> <laughs> I'll just go out for one. Yeah, yeah. that then, happens to me. Yeah, yeah. Just go out for one. Next thing you know, you got you got Domino's. It's four a.m. And it's <laughs> like, and me and my flatmate have this thing where we go to McDonald's and um, we go back to our house after a night out. And I always lay on the floor. Once I'm there, there's no move for me. He's like, "Mate, come to bed." Like I've got a bed there, and he's, I'm just like, "No." I'm staying here. I can't move. Like every I am time. home. Yeah, this like, is my home. My, my, the floor. my Uber driver was giving me like the death stare. You know, and they're like, like, oh, I know what you've done. And they're like, in the little mirror and I'm looking at him going, don't judge me. I'm going to give you two stars if you judge me. <laughs> yeah, it's a mutual thing. He's like, you dare give me two stars. I'll give you one star. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, of course they rate you, don't they? Yeah, that's know. it. You forget that. I it's two ways. That. It's a two-way avenue. Um, so just in case anyone's joined us, uh, Alex is here to promote his... Fi- uh, not film his play La Ronde which is on at the Bunker in London Bridge London Bridge yeah yeah. so next to the the Mania Chocolate Factory Um, and um, you might also know Alex from he was in BBC Versailles still am I start season 3 in May so yeah Mm -hmm. gets to go out to Paris for 8 months which is nice were you there from the beginning yeah uh, I play so I play Louis XIV's younger brother uh, Philippe who's a Openly gay, uh, cross-dressing uh, warrior, basically. New that recognized sounds like a face. fun role. They described him as a 17th-century David Bowie, and I was like, "Gotta, gotta play this. Yeah, yeah, gotta <gasps> play this." So, so I have this. I have so much fun. I get all the cool scenes. Yeah, like, that's good. Horseback, cannons firing, and I get to wear a dress, and it's like crazy Lady hair. Gaga, and it's amazing. It's amazing. It's amazing. It's yeah. amazing. Yeah. So season three start. I start filming season three, but season two is coming out on the BBC in April. So oh, amazing. Okay. Yeah, it's fun. With, with so, TV. Yeah. I got a question. I is there any job security, or do you read next episode script and you're like, please don't die, well, please don't die, please like, don't it, die? It's not Game of Thrones in that respect. Yeah. So it is history. And my, my uh, Philippe, um, real person, lived until he was sixty odd. So okay, so I, you've got okay. time. Plus, we've got I mean, the exclusive. Can, I mean, they can write me out. Yeah, right. They can yeah, yeah, yeah. if I was, you know, if I was a dick. Yeah. But don't be a dick and just and let fine. history dictate the fact that I'll be here till season fourteen like, yeah. with a Zimmer. You know, <laughs> <laughs> they will never recast me. Still on nights out. Yeah. <laughs> A diamond zimmer. Okay, yeah, a diamond, say. Yeah, you, exactly. are, you are royalty. Yes. Um, oh my god, that was, and so in Paris. Um, yeah. But you're eight months. But you, you get to hop back a lot. Yeah. Or? So like Eurostar is what two and a half hours on the train. Yeah. So um, so I live in London and I come back every other weekend, I guess. But Paris is nice. You know, mm. it's not like a bad city to, mm. to spend and the time you, in. Have yeah. you learnt French or have you? <gasps> Everyone asks me this now. <laughs> and I keep saying, I keep saying to the crew, because the crew are French, like makeup artists and the camera people and all that. I'm, I keep saying to them, like, I'll learn French for, by season two and then season two came it's like, by season like, three by season, season three and I think it's kind of like a good omen that I just yeah. keep not learning it and I'll sure. we'll keep getting commissions I, 
I lived in Paris for a little bit for a couple of months and I was it was my thing I was like I'm going to learn to speak French but as soon as people heard that I was English well, that's the thing. they would speak to me and they'd be like oh English English and oh, I was like really? no 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 please speak to me in they French because I want to give you the learn. benefit of the doubt which is a shame yeah you know, like, to be fair most people English people don't know French so it's yeah. such a shame and it's so disrespectful that they know English and it's like I feel so embarrassed that I, I they see, know my I've language. had a different experience when it, the places I haven't been to Paris to be fair but the places I've been in France they refuse to speak English I, I end up just like I, w- I mean I've been skiing and, and stuff like that I went to Morzine and I was like um, oh this is like suntan lotion and I was like do you have any more of this and they're, they're just like hmm I'm like what come on just no. at least so point you just cook like a lobster yeah, yeah I'll just like <laughs> bright that red man. <laughs> bright red and I was just like mm. oh right Alex we're out of time because you've, oh. you've got to get back to yeah. London Bridge and um, got to get prepped come come get tickets on uh, bunkertheatre.com uh, it's selling really well there's only 110 seats per night so it's quite, it's quite intimate wow. very yeah, intimate yeah. and uh, you, if you do come and you see me play the prostitute I wear leather hot pants and that's it so that's a selling that's point that's not an excuse to Go come and see, and see it. it oh thank you so much Alex thank amazing you very have, much. A, have a really really good show and break a leg Okay, I'm going to play next. This is uh, from the John Wick Two. Ooh. John Wick Two. Uh, this is this. I like the, the trailer music. Let's so go. You're listening to background chill. If that doesn't put you in the mood for the weekend, it does. What was that? That was John Wick, wasn't it? I don't know what would. Yeah, it's maybe isn't it? It is. That was uh, the John Wick trailer song called uh, Battle Royale. Love it. Hyped. Hyped up. Right, we were just dancing around the studio, you guys. So, um, just before the break, that was Alex Vlahos. 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 He was Vlari... No, I'm not kidding. He was great. He, he was a really nice guy. <laughs> Definitely go and check out his play. It, was, it sounded amazing. I love that he came on, like... Maybe still a bit drunk. <laughs> he did, to, to be fair. I didn't want to say anything, but he was a bit cross-eyed, so... <laughs> <laughs> he looked amazing. I was like, right. Um, okay. Hair of the dog. Definitely hair of the dog. Um, uh, right, there's a little bit more entertainment news. What's going on in the world of film? Um, Jurassic World 2 has wow. started, officially started production. Um, apparently, they're going to make it into a trilogy, as they do with everything that makes money nowadays. Yeah. Um, but uh, Chris Pratt and Bryce Dallas Howard are back on board. Amazing. But Bryce Dallas Howard is not going to be wearing heels in this one. Okay. Because there was all this big hoo-ha. Oh, really? I, never, um, I didn't know that. Yeah, in the first film, because she's um, she was wearing these like heeled stilettos, and she was running around the dinosaur park, being like, chased yeah. by a T-Rex. In, and even I thought, I was in there, I was like, kick your fucking heels off, girl, and <laughs> run! Like, that's my first port of yeah. call, if I'm being chased Human by dinosaurs. Human nature, back to barefoot. Yeah, just do it. Like, just... I'd, you know, I'd strip naked and run, whatever. Make me streamline, streamline me if I'm being run away. Aerodynamic. <laughs> aerodynamic. Less support, though. Less support. And if I haven't shaved, it wouldn't be very aerodynamic. Oh, no, that's true. So, mm hmm. Uh, okay, too much information. Um, okay. TMI. And because uh, the last uh, film pulled in $1.67 billion, so that's. And a I think lot. that was purely with the trailer, with that massive, like, crocodile shark that jumped out do you remember yep that like sold it for me I was like I've got to go and see this now yep it jumped out of the water crocodile shark the croc shark I don't know if that's a thing but yeah (laughs) (laughs) I can't do it no there's no other words for it yeah but it was crazy dinosaur that jumped out of the water the croc the croc nailed it (laughs) that took me so long (laughs) okay um and apparently it might be directed by the same guy uh, who did A Monster Calls. That okay, yeah. So I've like, heard about... Mm, apparently that's another one to go and check out. I know. Same as Train. 
famous train slash but, lion. Yeah. <laughs> um, and there's this a new film I saw a trailer for. I was looking through because one of my favorite things to do is to look through trailers and see what I get excited about. I love a good trailer. I guess sometimes I get more excited about a trailer than the movie. Okay. And it's my dream to be in a trailer sometimes more than. Oh, the really? Movie. When I made it in the Brotherhood trailer, yeah, I, yeah, was I was like, say, yes, I'm in the trailer. I was going to say, I saw you in the trailer for that. I was like, hang on a second. Hardly in the movie, but I'm in the trailer. Yeah. Um, and then, uh, so there's a film called Colossal, which you can find a trailer on um, YouTube or Apple trailers. And it's got Anne Hathaway. Um, and nice. it's this very weird, um, whoever came up with this idea. I'm like cool. I'm gonna run with it. Okay, hit um, me. It's basically about this girl, and she has she's like hungover or or she's ill or something, and she wakes up and she wakes up and finds that um, since she's been asleep, this huge monster has landed in um, some Asian city like Seoul or Seoul. Okay, okay. And um, the, all the world's media are on this like huge, huge monster. And then she's watching it on the news and then she goes up and like scratches her head and then so does the monster and then she realises that she is the monster. Whoa. And whatever she does, the monster does. Jeez. So, um, robot. A bit like that. It's like a big like... Breakdance. Robot monster um, metaphorical physical monster and then so she goes to see her friends and, and she's trying to tell them look, I'm the monster that's running around the city. Well, wouldn't you just stand still? Well, <laughs> so she does. She said, and they were like, prove it. And so she, she starts to dance and then they look on the media and then the robot's doing the robot. That's uh, it. I mean, the, mo- monster, the monster doing the robot. I am tired. You, wouldn't you just be like, okay, this is weird. I'm going to stand still. Maybe I'm tripping out. I don't know what's going on, but I'm going to stand still and not kill anyone else. Uh, yeah, well, that's the thing because every time she moves around, she could like that's stomp it. on somebody or a building. Um, but also the thing is that when, when like the uh, military go to like shoot her, she, she's like, ow, she can feel it. No way. So um, so it's called Colossal, and it's kind of a very weird, dark comedy. And I thought, you know what? I'm going to give that one a go when that comes out. That looks yeah, quite funny. Sounds interesting, um, actually. Are you a Doctor Who fan? Uh, no, um, unfortunately <laughs> not. No, not I, not. I had a think. I remember Doctor Who when it was the Scottish man, I think. This was a while ago. David um, Tennant. David Tennant. He was a good Doctor Who. I love a Dalek, but haven't seen it since then, since Tennant. Yeah, no, I, I was a Doctor Who fan. I was a big Doctor Who fan around Tennant, um, and then again with Matt Smith, um, and then I, after Matt Smith, I stopped. Is it, is it, it's not Benedict, is it? Cumberbatch? No, it is, um, that, that, he plays Sherlock. Yes, I, that is a show. That's a show. I love half. that one. Um, no, it's Peter Capaldi, but okay. he has just left, so they are now casting for another Doctor Who. For a new Doctor? Mm-hmm. Jeez, and, get the um, applications in. There is no news yet whether it's going to be male or female, although there is a lot of speculation about whether they are going to go for a girl this time. Um, apparently Tilda S- Swindon. Okay. Tilda Swindon, is that her name? Tilda in the TARDIS. Tilda and the TARDIS exactly Um, she's like number one girl um, who'd be up for it I'd also probably quite like to see like Dawn French or someone would be amazing as the Doctor Um, and I love that I think it's open for being a girl because it's just called the Doctor yeah exactly Doctors can be girls too a lot of Doctors are female a lot of them are yeah my girlfriend's mum is a Doctor shout out to Karen shout out to Karen the Doctor Doctors the Doctor saving lives and uh, <laughs> um, and American Horror Story. Uh, are you a fan of that? Uh, oh, yeah, yeah. Mm. 
Uh, no. Are you scared of horrors? Yes. Yeah, I, I, Massively. Ca- I can't do horror films. Like horror films and stuff, I'm like, no way. But I managed to actually get through American Horror okay. Story because there is there was enough of like characters in there. There was enough stuff to make sure. it not so scary. Is it the one Christian Bale? No. Mm-mm. Okay. Oh, that's American Psycho, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, no, okay. This is um, this is a very cool series. So it's like a, it's a horror themed TV series, and uh-huh. every season is uh, an entirely different storyline. Okay. So the first season was set in this uh, creepy house in LA with a family who moved in, um, and and so they did the the whole of the series and the season around that. And then the second season, they got all the same actors back, but they completely went back to the drawing board and said, okay, nope, uh, we're gonna now going to set it in a mental hospital in the 1960s. Wow. So the actors get to stay in the season. If, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and they get rewritten in as completely unrelated characters, and then you okay. just get to see them again doing something a little bit different. So I watched um, the first two seasons, um, and then I became single, and I did not want to watch that on my own because... You need to watch it with a buddy. Shoulder to cry. A snuggle buddy, I think. Um, But um, the American Horror Story season six is about to come out. But season seven apparently is going to cover the presidential election in 2016. Oh, wow. I think they're going to do something Trump-ish with with American Horror Story. That's a good move. Um, I Yeah, I had a bad experience with a horror. I watched Jeepers Creepers. Right. Um, That was the first horror I ever saw when I was about 10. Ever since then, I can't look at groups of crows. Because that means that Jeepers Creepers is around. Um, there's other things that freak me out as well, but it's a long, ongoing thing. I need to see a psychiatrist, I think, about this song. <laughs> crows. Yeah, okay, so crows. What, not to get you for your yeah, birthday? no crows. Um, I'm, not, I'm not sure why you'd be getting me crows for my birthday, but... Never know. <laughs> my bird sanctuary. Um, I, I don't do horrors. I can't think of what was the first thing that scared me. Um, my, my dad, when I was little, he showed me... Um, Planet of the Apes. Okay. Um, and I could do the first one fine, even though it was quite a scary thought. I yeah, thought yeah. I literally really thought that the world could go upside down and uh, monkeys would take over. But in the second one, they go underground, and there was where the old humans, like some sort of human cult, go are under there, oh. and they've got these weird like brain heads. Anyway, I just remember seeing it, and then my dad goes, "Oh, don't look." And yeah, so I went, and then you looked <gasps> straight away, and then I kind of tried to cover, but I did see, and I saw these like brain cult people that live underground and it i had nightmares for so long so be careful with your kids when when you're watching that stuff because it does affect you like it's affected me to this day thanks mum actually it wasn't mum it was my friend alex thanks another alex Alex. but brilliant it really 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 affected me isn't it crazy yeah when you're little and and i mean if anyone listening out there has got any um what was like the scariest most thing that really affected you as a kid or even as an adult what really Scared yeah. the shit out of you. And yeah, in terms you. of entertainment. Um, do you know what was weird? One, my brother, my little brother, when he was about three, he was absolutely terrified of Emperor Zurg in um, Toy Story. Is this Zach? Yeah. <laughs> he was petrified. Really? And um, he'd be watching Toy Story, and as soon as Emperor Zurg came on, he'd be out yeah. crying. He could. He didn't want to watch it. He had to fast forward it. He had. A, he had like Jeez. a fear of this Emperor Zurg. This is potentially the biggest question of the last 20 years. Buzz or Woody? Woody. Really? I'm, yeah, to infinity and beyond all the way, baby. See, I got, that year, I got a Buzz Lightyear, because the year that Toy Story came out, it was, you had to have a Woody or a Buzz. Like, yeah. that was the Christmas thing. And I really wanted a Woody, and um, Woody had all sold out, so I got Buzz. Really? And I did like it, but... 
I'm, you can't cuddle Buzz. It was just a really That's hard yeah. bit of plastic. Yeah. And uh, it was like, the, it wasn't like something too nice to sleep <laughs> with. It was just this like hard Buzz Lightyear. So um, I was really annoyed that I didn't get a buddy. No, no and one Woody wants to talks, sleep with a hard Buzz Lightyear. What do you get to pull a string? And it's like, there is a snake in my boots. And <laughs> yeah. I really wanted that, man. So if anyone's got an old Woody doll they want to donate to me, just yeah. send it in. There's a really, radio. really cool range of brand, uh, sorry, a range of vans out which have Andy written on the bottom and they've got like, um, oh yeah, God. Toy Story style stuff on them. It's I, really cool. I'm desperate for a pair. I think they're sold out, but... I totally drew Andy on the bottom really? of, my, of my shoes. Yeah, oh, I did. Man. Nostalgia I did. is strong. But my dad is called Andy. So <laughs> <laughs> it's like, I am my dad. Yeah. Property of Andy. <laughs> Property of Andy. Um, right, so um, uh, Big Bang Theory. Uh, are you a fan? Yes, massively. Well, that's a good job because they've just commissioned season 11 and 12, which I don't know. I don't, I don't see this ending. Yeah, I, I hope it never does. Sheldon Cooper is timeless. I, just, I don't think he's going to... Um, apparently, he's got a role in hidden figures yeah 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 um, and as soon as I saw him but he's playing like a scientist a NASA scientist and I was like mate you're never ever going to be not Sheldon yeah you were never ever going to be not be Sheldon genius. whoever wrote that is, is yeah that's crazy and he carries the team I think like Leonard okay great Penny obviously she's very attractive yeah um, Howard and Kutrapali, they have such a funny relationship, but Sheldon just it, He's nails the glue it. Yeah. of the entire Every family. Time. Um, love it. Um, so, yeah, and the other thing that I saw um, that's just come out is uh, Love Season 2 on Netflix, the new trailer, if anyone's been desperate to see that, because last year they bought out, um, I think he's called Judd, you know Judd Apto? He does all the, um, he did like Knocked Up. Um, oh, I, I think I know the guy actually. Uh, uh, 40... Uh, 40 uh, year old virgin 40 year old virgin yeah. all those kind of um, Seth Rogen style yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, he, he does sort of all those Hollywood films and he decided to write a, a Netflix original series called Love Amazing. which again I don't think it should be titled that because I think it put off a lot of guys from watching it but you shouldn't it's yeah, just so I'll, good I'll definitely check it out and it's set in LA and it's about um, a guy who works as a tutor on the Hollywood lot tutoring the children who are in the movies um, but he desperately wants to be a script writer and he's yeah. trying to get his scripts in um, but he has to like teach these little brat children and it's about how he crosses paths and meets this kind of crazy girl who's got um, she's like a love um, she's a love and sex addict oh and uh, she's got a love addict a love addict which is a thing yeah. it's a thing a uh, love addict and a sex addict and they kind of I mean like when does sex become an addiction because you try and have it pretty regularly right um sex addiction um, I don't know what the actual how many times does it become an addiction like how many times <laughs> a day does it become an addiction I think, I think it's not in the matter of how many times I think it's when it disrupts your uh, life yeah you like skip breakfast. Uh, any addiction. Any addiction. Yeah, well, actually, what, what is the definition of an addiction? Yeah, write in. Tell write us. in. What, is, what would it be? I, th- I think it's when you, um, yeah, when it, when you it give overtakes. give up other stuff. Yeah, when it overtakes yeah. something that, like, if you, if you skip breakfast for drugs or sex, yeah, yeah, yeah. probably got an addiction well, no, there. No, not so much breakfast, because, like, that's happened before. Okay. okay. But <laughs> let's go for, like, lunch or, like, dinner. Let's go for, if you skip all the meals, then you're... Right, um, okay, so go check out Love Trailer, um, Netflix, or um, I found that on the internet. Um, and I really, really recommend the first series because it was so good. Uh, right, so this week I got to go and meet uh, the director of the new film Moonlight. 
just straight after the BAFTAs. So the BAFTAs happened on Sunday. So I watched that with my brother. Um, and I did see Noel. Uh, Noel was at the BAFTAs and he was wearing this white tux. And he kept being, he was sat behind Amy Adams. And every time the camera went to Amy Adams, there was Noel. And I swear at one point he was on his phone. I was really? like, no, you're on TV. He's like the English version of Rihanna when she was at the Grammys with her little um, flask, hip flask. She had a diamond hip flask. She was just drinking all the way through. Oh, amazing. Well, no, he wasn't that cool. He was okay. just on his phone. On his phone. Um, and, uh, and yeah, so so Noel was at the, at the BAFTAs. But this, afterwards, I got to go and meet um, uh, the Terrell um, and also Barry Jenkins, who directed and wrote Moonlight. So I'm going to play for you now a little clip of when I got to go speak to them because they were so lovely and they're over here right now from uh, LA. So let's just play this for you. Oh, here we go. Back row and chill with Johanna James on Fubar Radio. So we met um, Barry mm. early in the week and he said that oh, you good. guys... The good guy. Yeah, <laughs> the good guy. Yeah, he's the good one. Oh, are you the bad one? No, no, I'm just the weird one. Okay. And um, yeah, so we've uh, we got to speak to him a little bit about his side because he said you wrote the play and that got then evolved into the movie Moonlight. Mm. Um, so if you could just tell us a bit about what the play was and how you wrote that. Um, so the script in Moonlight Black Boys Look Blue I wrote uh, in 2003. Um sh- shortly after my mother died of AIDS-related complications. Mm-hmm. Um, so I wrote this kind of, you know, filmic... Uh, you know how sometimes you you, you f- sing in the shower a little bit, <laughs> um, even though you don't think of yourself as a singer? Um, and I was writing plays, and I didn't think of myself as a filmmaker, but I wanted to write something that... Um, that could feel like a film only because the memories of the time I had spent with my mother Mm. um, were coming to me in very visual ways and experiential ways, which is different than what we do in the theater. So I wrote in Moonlight Black Boys Look Blue, and then I went and wrote the rest of my plays. Um, I sort of got down, I thought, got down as much of the feeling of growing up in Liberty City in Miami as possible and then kind of left it. and then a friend of ours, uh, Andrew Hevia, who is a filmmaker in Miami, uh, the Borscht Corp, got that script from me by asking me if there was anything that was ever, you know, made that I'd ever written that looked, felt like film. And it was this piece, and so I gave it to him, and then he hunted Barry down and gave it to Barry, who, oddly enough, had grown up three blocks away from me. But you didn't know each other? Didn't know each other. Okay. Went to the same schools. Uh, he's only eight months older than I am. He oh, says he's eight months older than I am. I think he's. I think he's not. I think he's. I think he's actually maybe a little older. But okay, he's just like skimming a little off the top. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We maybe like nine months older. <laughs> but you know, um, but not much older. So we were in you know similar grades and, mm. and knew similar people, um, but didn't know each other. And so this is a. It's a very biographical film you no for um, sure and um also for barry as well i mean i think what what we discovered is that you know we grew up in the same time period and some of the same things influenced us i mean both of our mothers struggled with uh with drug addiction mm-hmm. um and you know we both looked we saw the drug trade around our neighborhood and and you know dealt with abject poverty so we both you know grew up in similar ways um but certainly there are events in the piece that are directly from my life especially the first two thir- two thirds of it mm-hmm. um and bear was really careful to protect them and make sure that they were framed in a in a really uh authentic way 
and also like the love sort of storyline uh, I definitely call it a love storyline I was like they're in love <laughs> sure um, and is that also inspired by your no, those are real events, yeah. So yeah. there was a kid named Kevin. <laughs> oh, wow, like literally that. <laughs> yeah, no, no. So Kevin's going to go see the movie and be like, hey. <laughs> no, it wasn't. No, no. Um. His name wasn't Kevin, but there was a Kevin. Oh, okay, all right, yeah, yeah, yeah. okay. I was like, otherwise, maybe you should change the names. <laughs> oh, no, 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 no. Though the kid who did, who who was the bully named Terrell was named Terrell. I didn't name him that ah. from some sick joke. His name was Terrell. Okay. Yeah. Oh, wow. Um, yeah, because this But I doubt he'll see the movie. Is, um, it's so strong because it deals with like, yeah bullying drug addiction um the backwards upside down relationship when mother and child when one has to care for the other in mm. sort of the wrong way around um so there's so much in this film that i think people are gonna you can just f relate to and it just hits like that it goes straight in the heart it's mm. like oh um were you did you, how involved were you in the film production or was it more you inspired that and let barry go off so once it? barry and i figured out um, we started a conversation about the script and that he figured out he was on a, this was going to be his second film, which is really brave and mm. um, courageous of him. Um, we, we sort of just tried to figure out the structure. So the, because the original structure uh, went so that all those three chapters were braided onto each other. So you would see little wake up. You would see Chiron wake up. You would see black wake up. You would see little going to school. You would see Chiron going to school. You would see black going to the corner. And that's how the entire film progressed for the next, you know, mm. hour, hour and a, hour and five minutes. Um, so you realize that they were one person and Barry felt really strongly that we should divide it into three chapters so that we could see, um, so that the audience had a chance to be immersed in those pivotal right. moments in a way, which I thought was really brilliant and smart. And, um, and once we got to that conversation, that was pretty easy. It was sort of very swift to go, yeah, let's do that. Um, and then Barry went off and, and rewrote the script in that way. Um, and that's how we got Moonlight. So after that, I was like, great, you're going to make it? And he was like, yeah. <laughs> and I was like, okay, fantastic. Well, I'll be here. And you guys let me know how that goes. And when they were filming in Miami, you know, he invited me to set quite often, but I did not. I was I was smart enough to stay oh, away. You stay out. It might be quite hard to see sort of your your baby child. Oh, it was it was less about the the script. It was more about I didn't want to see those scenes happening again. Oh, okay, oh, okay. And have you ever wanted to act or be front of? Oh, I am an actor. Oh, you are. Okay, yeah. mm -hmm. okay. And so you write stuff for your yourself to? <laughs> no. Uh, no. No. Okay, because no, no, that's no. what I do. I'm, I'm a, I write my own. <laughs> oh, that's good. That's good. I rarely, you know, I just, I, I stopped acting when I, um, the, I think the last play I did was I was workshopping the suit with Peter Brook. Mm -hmm. And then that was the last thing I did. I was sort of like, nope, this is good. I'm done. This is tiring. <laughs> it's, it's very tiring. Yeah, yeah. yeah did you ever get like performance anxiety or? Always. Yeah. Yeah. That's why I stopped. Okay. <laughs> yeah, so I stop. It's just, it's hard to do. I'm very shy. I'm very hard on myself. Um, you know, acting is very difficult. Um, so I decided to continue to write. Mm -hmm. um, I also was, you know, I like the collaborative process. I like the part where we all sort of sit around and get together and make something happen. And so, you know, the family that I've gotten out of Moonlight is sort of impressive because these are actors who absolutely do that. And so, were you at Baftas? Yeah. Yeah. And are you going to the Oscars? Yep. Okay, so um, was that the real first time at BAFTAs, or had you been around the award? <laughs> nah, that was my definitely my first time at the BAFTAs. Okay, for sure. What was it like? Probably maybe for us my civilians who yeah. couldn't go. Um, it was it, it was surreal, you know. Um, was royalty there? Yes, they were. Yep. Like, yep. do you find yourself just bowing for no reason? <laughs> no, but I certainly, you know, it's funny because I didn't know I knew this. I, maybe it's because I spent so much time here, but um, I found myself 
you know, when the when the when the prince when the Dutch and the Duchess came in, then the Duke and the Duchess came in. I sort of stood up and knew I was supposed to stand up, and I was like, I'm up. Does anybody else know that? Oh, you guys didn't know. You're supposed to stand up. And then, um, <laughs> and then at the end, when uh, everybody was like, oh, it's over, let's go. I was like, nope, we have to stay seated until the royalty leaves. And I was you, like, how does nobody know this? Like, you guys don't know. Come on, everyone's to... basic royal decorum, yeah, exactly, everybody. Exactly. It's like, you got to learn that. Yeah. Um, that's really exciting. They were so charming. And it's so, it's so awesome that, you know. Uh, a, a crown royal is the is the president of your academy awards you yeah know, that's really that's cool. sort of stunning i don't know if we ever can have that kind of integration in a way or maybe maybe we <laughs> maybe we don't want that so but yeah it's sort of really beautiful that they were that involved and that caring about the the process and obviously moonlight was up for best picture um so aside from for baftist that was amazing yeah too. yeah was like, for, for. but aside from this film um uh, what was what's been your favorite of the of the films that last well last year of the do you have another favorite film oh uh, lots you, of them that you liked so you know i <laughs> did you like la la land or is it yeah i like it i yeah. liked it but I, just, I don't think it's everyone's having a big hoo-ha about it and i found it so much more sadder than <laughs> oh yeah no it's you know it's a good for Dam- damien chazelle did an it's incredible great. job it's really it's but. it's beautiful on the eyes and, and some of them sadly i some of them i still haven't seen you know but at the same time, you know, I love I loved Fences. Oh, yeah, I loved Hidden Figures. I loved um, I loved Thirteenth. I loved um, Lion. Oh, Lion! Mm. I love Dev Patel. Man, I, he's got hot as well. Oh wait, <laughs> that's I mean that's not what I meant, but sure. But, yeah. but I mean I know I, I love him, but obviously Dev started off on a British TV sitcom yeah, when yeah. I was when we were both teenagers. No, yeah, and he was known as like a really kind of geeky guy, and then just suddenly boom, he's like come out, and everyone's like, when did Dev Patel get hot, mate? Oh yeah, nah. I mean I think he's always had the charm, the kind of charm to him, and sort of you know you can't those sort of bright eyes that he has, you kind of yeah. can't make those up. And so they, they, they glow on film. And so maybe he's just gotten used to that. I he's don't know, but he's just, he's an incredible actor. I mean, and that was the other great thing about being at the BAFTA. You're sort of sitting around very talented people. Yeah. Right. And you're like, yeah, this is the talented room. Who was the, um, who was like the coolest, did you fangirl over anybody? Yeah, yeah. for sure. <laughs> I met Rez uh, Ahmed and I was like, so awesome. Yeah. so awesome i was like yeah tons of times tom ford came up to us i was like dude i'm wearing a suit from you <laughs> i'm wearing you yeah. it's a very weird thing to say to someone you first no no them. i didn't say i'm wearing you i definitely was like i'm wearing your clothes like for sure that which is also weird you know it's like but yeah it was sort of a stuff you know you can't i don't get over you know nicole kidman was right there and i was like you were amazing is she super super tall and elegant she is elegant she's not as tall as you really yeah i think you know she she seems very tall because because of the presence that she has and you know and meryl streep is the coolest because so this is the interesting thing so i was at the hrc before i got i flew over so i was in new york and the human rights campaign had a gala Mm -hmm. that honored meryl streep um and moonlight the same night so that was saturday night um, and we did that and I was like, oh my God, I gotta get on a plane and gotta go to the Baptist, which was like terrifying to me. Cause I'm like, I'm going to be, I'm never going to get any sleep. But Meryl was there at that and she was just lovely. And she was like, I love the film. And she was so complimentary. I was like, oh my God, Meryl Streep, she's being so cool. She hugged Jarrell who plays Ke- the middle Kevin. And like, they had a whole conversation. I was like, this is great. This is so wonderful. A little moonlight. And then I go get on this plane. I'm like complaining and I'm like, her. and I show up at the Baptist and there's Meryl. 
glowing, <laughs> amazing, standing there, kissing everybody, so yeah. wonderful. And I'm like... Witchcraft. Yeah, I'm like, she's a it's sorceress. Witchcraft, mate. She's a sorceress. <laughs> she's gotta be. She's like uh, evaporated herself, evaporated herself there. She's got a wand somewhere, I, know, I swear. Right? Like her and JK have been having conversations about how to use the Hogwarts, like teleporting. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, like, I know. I can't just be makeup. Oh, anyway, we're out of time, but thank you so, so much. Oh, and have um, a brilliant time at the Oscars. So, oh, Joe. Fubar Radio is proud to be an official partner of Stand and Calling 2017. This year's festival is taking place from the 27th to the 30th of July with a lineup which includes Orbital, Clean Bandit, Slaves, Akala, Nadia Rose, as well as DJ sets from Mike Skinner and Merkins. Fubar Radio will be bringing the hottest stand-up talent to the brand new comedy stage featuring James Acaster. For more information and to buy tickets, go to www.standandcalling.com and keep listening to Fubar Radio for exclusive offers and giveaways in the lead-up to this summer's big event. Fubar Radio, an official partner of Stand and Calling. You're listening to Fubar Radio. It's Back Row and Chill with Johanna James and... Alex Hoban. Woohoo! And we've just been joined by Lucy Patterson. Hello! Our in-house hey, regular film reviewer. Yes. Um, it's time for film reviews. So uh, we're going to be talking about films that we've seen this week, things that are coming up, what we think is shit and what we think is not. <laughs> um, please do join in. Email in uh, chill at foobarradio.com if there's something you've seen or if you disagree with what our reviews are yeah. like, you know, Feel free to correct us um, or tweet us at Fubar Radio and just let us know. Um, so, what have people been seeing, viewing, streaming this week? Who's going first? Should I go first? You go first, you go Lucy. First. Okay. Um, John Wick, Chapter 2. Oh, yeah. I went with yeah, you. Me and Johanna oh. actually got to go to a screening together rather than being Billy No Mates on yeah. our own, which was quite a treat, actually. Um, and it was a really, really good film. I didn't expect anything less to be honest uh, the first one was amazing um, people that don't know or, or haven't seen the first one John Wick Chapter 2 is the second film to John Wick funnily enough uh, starring Keanu Reeves he is a hitman trying to retire and he's just trying to he's retire he's just trying to retire oh, and live with his little dog and you know everything just gets completely fucked up and so he has to go and kill loads of people so it is a hundred miles an hour from the second it starts yeah. amazing uh, you know the question that I had after watching it was how many times can one man be run over and still get up and fuck everyone up like he's just he's it's like Keanu. my new hero and um, Keanu he came in he did oh my in, god he was so excited oh, no yeah. he came into the screening yeah. no way. and it was like in the flesh yeah. it was amazing oh it's so good yeah. um, Neo it was yeah, yeah. so I went in and I hadn't seen the first one mm. um, so obviously I didn't get a couple of the references but I didn't really need to no this, you don't I don't think you need to have seen the first this one this film at all. Is, is a standalone story totally. you can obviously see that it's a guy who mm. used to be a hit guy that gets called out again yeah um the only thing is what I was so so tired because I filmed <laughs> I spent all day filming a La La Land sketch which is going to be out on FUBAR's <clears> Facebook soon did you and, fall asleep and then, <laughs> then we did the show and then we no ran way. to Leicester Square and I was there and then I, I and then I woke up I was like Lucy I actually wasn't going to tell anybody Johanna you just grassed yourself up no I have Obviously, to say, I, I I have to say it wasn't the film's fault I was no just, I she was, was so exhausted. tired you looked so comfy and cosy though bless you I, I looked like, over I was like right I just concertina <laughs> down into the and then I kind of so I missed the middle of the film yeah I saw the beginning i woke up and then i was like did he 
did he did he kill her? I don't know. And then I saw and then I saw the end sort of like midway to the end. Yeah. Um, so I thought it was good. And yeah, it wasn't anything particular. It was it was great. Like they stretch the realms of of violence. I think. Oh, like, they really did. But it was like, glorious. You can't be hit and punched and stabbed and run over that many times. Yeah. He is a machine. And and the thing is, Keanu Reeves is fifty two. Wow. He's fifty two and he moves and fights like a twenty year old ninja. Yeah. He's amazing. Yeah, I'm he, glad he's come back. Yeah, and I, yeah. when I came in, I was like, when I saw his face, I was like, he's not aged. I know. Really? <laughs> he's not Wait, aged. What, did he, what did he look like in person? The, uh, he's just a Neo from yeah. the Matrix. Yeah, okay. it, and he's so softly spoken, isn't he? Yeah. It was really sweet. Just it like, was a very surreal moment, I must admit. Hey, hey guys, thanks for watching yeah. the film. <laughs> this is a really fun film to thanks make. I was like, yes, can't wait John to watch Wick, it. John Wick 2. <laughs> um, no, no, it was good. So John Wick 2, I think it's out in cinemas. Is it out? Yeah. Yep, it yep. came out today, I think. Um, it's amazing. It's Sorry. well made, well acted, fun film to watch. Yeah. Lots of if you don't mind, go and check it out. Violence. I'm definitely going to go and check yeah, it out. Yeah, you should definitely. Um, so I went to see um, Fifty Shades Darker. Oh, did you? Because it had the one star review. Amazing. Wow. So I was like, let me go. See. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to get involved. Um, and uh, so I went with um, some some girlfriends with Brooke. <laughs> okay, yeah, yeah. Um, and my housemate, and um, it was so weird because we went into the cinema, and it was. All girls. There was no really? men. It well, was yeah. all female, and it was like some sort of interactive, um, <laughs> like sing along. Like literally, yeah. <laughs> he he came on screen, and everyone went. <gasps> oh, stop it! Like, I'm not didn't. even joking, and oh, I'm not really. I'm not really a Christian Grey like enthusiast. I don't really find Jamie Jamie Dornan. I mean, he's obviously he be- is hot. He's he's beautiful, but I I'm not like that into not psychotic about no, it. No, yeah. I prefer like funny and hairy but um, (laughs) (laughs) and then anyway so but every time he kept like coming onto the screen or taking his top off there would be these audible Oh, that is oh, so oh. cringe. Really? It was, yeah, it was so funny. It's so awkward. And I had, yeah. like, I had one friend on one side and another friend on the other. I was in between and they were both just losing themselves over this. It was so funny. Really? I was like, what's wrong with you? Yeah. He's just proposing. Okay. <laughs> um, and so as a film, it was like, I actually way preferred it. The first film, I didn't really like the first film at all. No. Um, this one has got a much better storyline. Um, really crap S&M though. Like, really? Like, like av- average it's like, shots. Yeah, it, it literally, it's like, I'm going to. Well, I think you have to tone it down from the books because they are basically pornography. But, okay. But, <laughs> but honestly, it's like, I was, you know, expecting to go in and learn something and it was like, <laughs> I'm going to tie your ankles down. It's like, that's it. To really? the chair, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so he tied her up, basically. He tied her up, yeah, or sh- shackled her, shackled yeah. her up. And, and uh, oh, is that it? And um, it would never she... be as slick as it, as it looks. No. Uh, no, and I was thinking, and then I was like, I was like, Clumsy. mate, if I should, we should do a some sort of fifty spoof with like, yeah. the, do. like the realism hilarious. of it because I was like, it doesn't happen like that. <laughs> there would be farts. I and think there you really have to do that. Yes, that goes on. <laughs> Awkwardness. Was she any better? Because she was wooden as anything in um, the first one. Yeah, but this is the thing that I can't um, get around. It's like the character that she has to play. Um, she's really really mousy yeah um, but not even like cute girl dressed down she's just quite ma- dull dull yeah and the character's got nothing and he's like so this big billionaire is like obsessed you know with um, his his like minions and yeah. having these like submissive people and then for some reason he just falls head over heels for her and I can't see why and I can't see how all of a sudden one minute he's a control freak psycho and the next minute he's all soppy and shit it's just it's not believable it's uh it, it just I, I don't believe it like if she was something like you know 
working pretty woman. Yeah. She's uh, the Vivian, even though she's like a prostitute, she's so um, charming. Charming. And, and, yeah. she's, and she's dorky and she's got. And, she's and just, you get why he'd fall yeah, in love yeah, with her. Yeah, you, with you Anastasia, fall, it's like, really? And there's nothing. <laughs> even, so, like, she's really dull, and, and, and but she doesn't. She's she's not really cute in any way. She's not really funny. She doesn't no. really crack anything. She doesn't fall over anything. She's not clumsy. It's like, she's just really boring. Yeah. Um, and I just don't think. I don't believe it. I don't no. believe it. So I was like, why are you in love with her? And I, I could hear it as well. I could hear her people going, she's not pretty enough for him. Really? She's not Bitches. Him. Jesus. She's not. And I was like, whoa. So she's punching. Yeah. <laughs> she's she punching. Is, she's she, punching yeah. that time. Um, <laughs> and it was just you know it was just it's, it's basically girl porn I realised well yeah like emotional girl porn mm. um, did you read the books no I didn't read the books so, oh, I, they're, they're so I, I went in not knowing what the story was obviously mm. my friends had they were like you've not read the books oh my god this is, this is the one I'm like, yeah I read like me. one and a half and stopped because um, the writing was like a child yeah so like it's it basically it's just it was just girl fantasy night and yeah. it was everything that I bought you know the guys go- and it also I was like well this has ruined everyone's <laughs> Valentine's Day because no man can compete with what he just did he like helicopter flies her out to this party and then he like he proposes and he does all this stuff and it's just like he he, 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 he as a joke puts 24 grand in her bank Hilarious. account and, <laughs> lol. And, lol. and I was just like I was like ditchy the day before Valentine's I was like some guy's gonna turn up with like a flower and a card and it's like mate you're not, you're not Christian Grey where's my helicopter and 24 grand oh, expectations um, oh dear and then also but emotionally as well you know like I want you I've got eyes for only you and I was like what guy says I've got eyes blah, for only blah, you blah. really yeah we all know we got our one eye lucky here <laughs> we all know no that. comment <laughs> I'm outnumbered here guys help me help send recruit yeah um so Fifty Shades, it was good. You know, it was good for a giggle. Uh, just don't take it seriously and just go, yeah. just go for a bit of it, and just just go for to watch the other girls watch it is more interesting. Yeah, that sounds more interesting actually. I think I'd probably go people just go, for that. Oh, but oh. you find that it, that's a, a lot of people I, I know have been to see it. Like they go out for lunch with the girls and then go and see that, and I just find it really weird. Let's go out for lunch and porn. <laughs> you know what yeah. I mean? It's just, just really like weird. group porn. Like, like, yeah, emotional porn. porn. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Lovely way to spend the afternoon. <laughs> and then we're going to like not like our boyfriends the rest of the month. <laughs> Manicure, pedicure, and porn. Yes, <laughs> that could really take off. Manny Penny yeah. porn yeah. day. Oh my god, it's <laughs> going to be a, a thing. Manny Penny porn day. Um, so yeah, uh, what else did anybody see? I, I saw Lion, <laughs> oh, oh, also known so as Train. That film. Also um, known as Train. I asked him so, what he'd seen. He goes Train. I was like, what? He goes, I mean Lion. There's a train. There's no, a train yeah. in it. I can see there, why. Yeah. yeah. So <laughs> it, yeah, it's an amazing story about a guy who. Um, He's a, he's a very young boy in an Indian slum and he loses track of his, mm. his mum and his brother, etc. And he goes off and then he's adopted and, and taken to Australia. So the whole story is about him trying to figure out like his childhood. He's now 20-something. And Why is it called Lion? Oh, no, that's a spoiler. Oh, yeah, that's a spoiler. I can't say yeah. that. I can't say that. But it's Dev Patel from Slumdog Millionaire who we mentioned so earlier. Yeah. Um, and he won He won the BAFTA. Oh, he really? Did. Okay. Nice. And he's up for the Oscar as well. Oh, my God. Bless his heart. He's yeah. up for an Oscar. Yes. Dev Patel from be. Skins. Anwar from Skins yeah. is up for an Oscar, and that is 
pretty amazing well done Dev that yeah. and he's got really Fair hot play to yeah. you, Dev. we yeah. were, we were oh, saying yeah. earlier we were, yeah he's got well. because I um, I've never seen so many grown men cry in a in a cinema there was only about six people in there because I went on one of those really random times <laughs> <laughs> it's like early in the day but um, yeah everyone was bawling I was like I was walking th- I was actually at Westfield in Stratford and I was walking through afterwards and like everyone's looking at you like why are you crying <laughs> I'm still crying like I just couldn't control it it was, it was madly, just so very emotional. emotional yeah yeah that's what happened to my dad he said he just sobbed really? through the whole thing and uh, my mum was like it was really embarrassing <laughs> I thought he was going to have to leave <laughs> I was like alright like, you can talk mum you cry at everything there's, yeah, like, there's like levels of crying as well isn't yeah. there it's like the the sob but then there's that one where you're like <laughs> like yeah. actual working like, stuff shaking yeah you want to just be like <laughs> I have had that. There was That's a, what happened to me. There was a movie that I watched. What did I watch? Uh, I think it was I Love You. P.S. I Love oh You. Oh my God, that destroys me. That and film. I started to watch it, and it's about the opening sequence. Is like these people are really in love, and he he dies. Oh, no way. And um, he knows he's going to die because he gets this like quick, quick terminal yeah. thing, and he leaves his wife. Um, letters and messages yes. and stuff so for a whole year after he's died he, he, so he keeps popping up and he, he ends every every message with P.S. I love you isn't that Gerard yeah. Gerard Butler and, uh, and I, I started watching man. it and I got the sobs and to the point where my friend had to stop it and said Johanna if you're not gonna <laughs> shut up like we need to continue. get out. Stop like, crying. Pull yourself together, <laughs> or just stop. You know, because I was, I was like glutteral. Oh no! <laughs> like, like actual baby crying. It just yeah. really, it really is. hit a nerve when it does that to you. You know, it really hits. The, same with um, most recent one to make me cry was in Fences. Viola Davis. I'm still not seeing that yet. Yeah, I'm yeah, going to see that. She, she made me, mm. she made me cry in that because I just, yeah. I think the last one I proper lost my shit to was um, Deepwater Horizon. Oh really? Oh, oh my god! I. I was shaking in the cinema no seat because I was if I was at home I would have been like screeching. Yeah, it was that bad. But I think it probably made it worse because I couldn't yeah. cry like a child. Because um, Baz was next to me and he was going, "You need to shut up. You're embarrassing me. Get up." <laughs> I was like, "No, no, I can't. I can't. It's just terrible." It's a, that's a really good film, but it it yeah. will destroy you. That makes me nervous about watching it. Yeah, it's it's. No. Uh, what was? Oh, there was a film I was watching at home. Um, and I was, it was, I didn't, I was only kind of quite newly with my boyfriend. And I didn't want <laughs> to let it go fully. silently. It was just streaming down my face. And he sort of saw me and he was like, are you okay? And he was like, is there something you need to tell me? And, and you're <laughs> like, oh, I've got an itchy nose. Yeah. <laughs> Get rid of the snot. Yeah. I'm just cleansing. Right. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, so yeah, anything else that anyone's seen? Um, on... Netflix mm. last week they put up one of my films that would definitely have a place in my top 10 oh right um, which you know that's, that's quite hard I don't think I could ever yeah. actually really define it but this would definitely mm. have a Lucy's place top 10 yeah um, The People versus Larry Flint oh it's quite an old film I think it's 90s film um, with Woody Harrelson and it's the story of Larry Flint who is the publisher of Hustler magazine and it, oh. it tells the story from a little bit of his childhood and then when he you know the conception of the magazine and then on to you know um, present day really um, it's got Edward Norton in it Courtney Love I think Courtney Love got quite a few awards for that performance really yeah and it's the best performance I've ever seen out of Ed Norton he's so natural in it it makes me want to cry just because he's that good and he's from Fight Club yeah Ed Norton right brilliant yeah. and he, it's just such <laughs> a good film Like it's an oldie but they've just mm-hmm. put it on Netflix so find it and watch it it's very good Right, uh, we're coming into land for the show, so we're going to do a Facebook Live in a moment. So if you want to see us live in the studio now, go over to my Facebook page, Hannah James, um, and we're going to be playing our 
I've got a movie theme song quiz that I'm going to be put, challenging you guys Ooh, to. Oh, exciting! Yeah, live. So we're going to pop to a song. Um, this is one of the songs from Moonlight, um, the movie. The director, I was, no, the writer I was speaking to earlier on in the show. So we'll be back in like two, well, three minutes ten precisely, <laughs> um, and we're going to get ready to play the game on Facebook Live. Back row and chill with Johanna James on Fubar Radio. You're back on Fubar Radio, Johanna James and. Alex. We are back, Alex Hoban and Lucy Patterson. Hello. Uh, for the last ten minutes of the show, we're going to go Facebook Live. So, hello to everybody at home. Are we Facebook Live yet? Yeah, we are. Hi. <laughs> yes. Um, let me share this. We are going to be playing a movie theme song quiz. So, oh, I'm going to be playing some songs. You guys can guess along at home. Uh, and you guys, if you think you know the song, um, shout out your buzzer. Oh, pressure. Okay, and we'll see. We'll see. So, let's see if this works. Um, are you ready? Do you know what movie this song is from? Can you hear? Yeah. What movie? Oh, me, me, me. Yeah. Um, the Hunger Games. Yes. Yes. Man, I'm going to lose at this game <laughs> so bad. I think I might have bolted a bit too early there, so <laughs> yeah, you might have a chance. This is not going to go well. Okay. Uh, number two. Uh, walk the line, Johnny Cash. Yes. 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 Oh man, so yeah, yeah that's one. <laughs> oh, that's probably the only one. You got one point <laughs> each. Well, uh, comment below if you know what the song is. Good film as well. Oh, wait. Did, yeah. Oh, okay, sorry, wait. Number three. Out. Oh, Hustle and Flow, Hustle and Flow. Yes. Such a good film. Okay. <laughs> so that's two, two, one, two, one, two, one. Okay. Yes. Number four. I don't know. Back to the future. One. Yes. <laughs> Three one. Lucy is killing me. Three one to Lucy. So Lucy Martin McFly. <laughs> Love that film. Okay. Number five. It's a hard one. This one. I'll give you a clue. Jungle Book. It's an animation. Ooh, Lion King. Uh, Pocahontas. I'm no. just not even naming uh, any. Mm, um. mm, mm, mm. Lilo and Stitch. Um, mm, mm, Rio. Mm, mm. Oh, I wouldn't have known that. I haven't seen that one. No. Number six. Risky Business. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Is that with Tom Cruise? Yes. yes. Oh, this is, I hate losing. Anyone that knows Got me you. knows that. <laughs> losing. Number seven. Seven. <laughs> Philadelphia. Oh, Lucy's on the game. I think you might as well just leave. <laughs> <laughs> jokes, I'm back. I'm going to win. Well, you've still got time to catch up. Okay, Don't yeah. worry, you can do okay. this. It goes up. Okay. So that was number seven. So number eight. Let's go. How are you doing live? Top Gun. No. Oh, this is pressure. I don't know. Sounds like it might be an action really film. Really bad film. Uh, really bad, really bad, really Things bad. Really bad that, that's put pressure on me now because I don't want to say something that's yeah. actually quite a good film. Um, Sucker Punch. Uh, we're never going to get that one. Number nine. Ooh. Pop Fiction. <laughs> <laughs> this is unfair. It is I'm her sorry. job. <laughs> Ding 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 
Another good one. Um, number 10. Oh, Jamiroquai. Oh my god, I just don't know what film this is in. What film is in? It's not um, that one with the strippers. What, what's that one? Um, no. Full Monty. Like, I'll give you a clue, it's a guy, it's like... Austin Powers. Uh, uh, oh, thank God you didn't get that. Napoleon <laughs> Dynamite. Uh, <laughs> damn. Number 11. You're really exposing a gap in my knowledge here. Guidance of the Galaxy. Yeah. Lucy's there. I'm it gonna hadn't even started. Point. I'm going to give you a point for Jamaica. There's an issue. Yeah, my I... headphones is not working. <laughs> I can't hear anything. I can't help it. Yeah, so. <laughs> it's rigged. It's a conspiracy. Number 12. <laughs> This could be a number of films. It could be a Terminator. number. I will take any secret of my success. Yes. Oh. Also, in Ferris Bueller. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry. I just damn it. Oh, no, no, because no, I'm never going to get them. We should say that every time Sounds you get like one Mario wrong, 64. you have to remove a piece of clothing. Oh, um, touche. Thirteen. This is hard. Um, edge of seventeen. Oh, pitch perfect. Yeah, one. Original. Um, girl next door. Um, clueless. Oh, oh well, that was yeah. a film. Okay, I thought you yeah. were saying I was clueless. <laughs> Fourteen. Can you? We're playing. Guess the movie theme tune. Can you guess what this is? Write a comment. Yeah, you're probably better than me. I'm going to be honest with you. Ooh, it's a hard one. Ooh. Oh, I don't know. Goodwill Hunting. Ah. Goodwill Hunting. I've actually seen that film once. It was on the six to Lucy. <laughs> okay. We're hill and under tree through lands where no idea. Light is Clue? By silver stream. You look like you have it. <laughs> I have no idea. <laughs> The, the Hobbit. The Hobbit. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Ooh. Oh. Okay. Straight I out can, of Compton. I can see it in my head. Straight out of Compton. Another. A Wait, no, I've got cube. it, I've got it, I've got it. Office space. Yes, yes! I don't even know what that film is. <laughs> Amazing. She's a really one. <laughs> okay, last one. We'll go to. We'll go to. Um, what's the score? Sorry. Have you ever seen a one trick pony in fields of happy and free? Brokeback Mountain. Have you ever seen a one-trick no. pony oh, and you've seen me? I don't know. The Wrestler. Oh, I've actually not seen that film. Have you oh. ever seen a one this game is horse shit. <laughs> okay. And the, for the final one, we'll do final one okay. for a bonus 10 points to win the game. Will Smith, Men in Black. No. Um, well, well, well. <laughs> <laughs> it says it in the song and I even know I can get it. Bugger. Oh, well. Well done. Okay. Well done, Lucy. Lovely. Well done, Smashed well done. Up. And yeah. well done for joining in to see if you got a uh, to see if you <laughs> if you got any of those right. <laughs> okay. Oh my gosh, we're coming into land now because it Five is minutes. Friday is about to begin yes. properly. Friday night, the weekend. Yes. We're gonna we're gonna officially officiate yes. it. Open. Excellent. Um and, and yes, yeah, so you come come back next week, Lucy. Absolutely. Um so make sure that you go out. And you as well, even if you're not coming back. You yes. know, go, watch those movies. Yeah. I will be back at some point, but yes, I'm going out watching movies, 
doing the thing, not crying this time. Excellent. It's a good, a good work. It's yeah. very healthy. It is actually quite nice to have a cry every once it, in a while. Yeah, I mean, it felt like a release. Maybe not in public. Though. Yeah, 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 <laughs> private, um, So just a quick reminder to everyone to uh, go onto our Twitter and enter our competition. We're running a competition where you can win signed Brotherhood gear. We've got like uh, DVD, signed poster, signed... What else is there? The... The CD, the soundtrack, there we go. <laughs> the CD. The CD, get the CD. Um, you scratch my CD. <laughs> you scratch my CD, dude. Uh, if you want to win that, just go onto our Twitter and then retweet uh, the competition tweet that we posted earlier and you can be in for a chance of winning and we'll send it to you and we'll try and get you on the phone if you do win uh, so you can be on the show as well. Um, Noel is back next week so we can hear about what he's been up to. He's been filming here, there and everywhere. Yeah. And obviously. So being all important. Being all important and filmish-like. So Noel's going going to be back um, yes no <laughs> yes no um, so we're going we're gonna to try and bring I'll bring you all the latest entertainment news because there is so much going on right there now is. so many good films I'm so excited mm-hmm. and we're one week closer for seeing Beauty and the Beast no thanks so Alex is also riveted by seeing Beauty and the Beast so excited. bring on Emma Watson <laughs> That's all I, I say. She's one of the ones that's not aging weirdly. So I saw some pictures from she's her from totally like, a vampire. She is timeless. She's uh, like two th- I saw pictures from her from like 2007 and 2017 and she's just I've never seen skin like it. It's ridiculous. Just the same. Very weird. Right, we're going to be out. This is Back Row and Chill. Thanks for listening. See you later. Uh, Thank bye. you guys. We're going to end with a bit of Johnny Cash. Let's do um, it. Walk the, walk line. the line. But I think actually this is Wacken Phoenix uh, p- pretending to be Johnny Cash. Oh, okay. Um, which he did a good job. Which he did a very good yeah, job very in. Good job. So Let's in go. that movie. Have a good week, everybody. Have a good week. Here one. we go. If you enjoyed this podcast, please don't forget to rate and review us on iTunes.